Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, along with Colin Doyle. And what a difference a week makes, Doyle. We go from, uh, you know, talking about a, a subpar effort in the home a lifeless, A lifeless effort. Okay. And then there was life in the next one. I there guess. was. 13-6 uh, win in, in San Diego on Saturday night. A phenomenal goaltending performance from Nick Rose. All the big guys on offense got the job done, and they did this all without Adam Jones, who was moved to the injured reserve on Saturday afternoon. So um, lots of great things. I don't know where you want to start. I mean, maybe the easy one is starting in goal and just how good Rosie was. And he talked about after the game how he felt he owed the guys one. And I think he uh, he more than delivered on Saturday night. Well, let's hope he keeps owing the guys one. Because that was uh, that was quite a performance. He was uh, he was unbelievable. I think the best I've seen him play. Uh, I, I I wasn't in Buffalo. Was it last year where you held him to six? Uh, I think it was eight. He held him two down there. Yeah. In a game that they won, or did they lose we that lost game eight, as well? Eight, six not down the there, not the semifinal game. There was another one down in Buffalo. Anyway, I, yeah. neither here nor there. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. So this uh, this ranks is one of his best. And and I think all all things being equal, not easy shots to stop. There was a lot of quality in there. So he was the reason they won the game. I think that the game would have played out a lot differently had he not been that sharp. I felt like, you know, we gave up some chances where he had to make some saves. We gave up some power plays where you know he had to be he had to go to work. So. I mean, ultimately, he won them the game, and the goaltender at the other end really didn't give his team a chance to win. So, uh, as is sports, so often it came down to goaltending, and as we've spoke many times, um, that spark from the back end is is such a good indicator of, of how far this team can go, and we can only repeat ourselves so many times. So, if he's going to turn in those performances night in and night out, this team's in real good shape. So, uh, hats off to Nick. He was phenomenal. Uh, whether he owed them or not is debatable, but he was awesome, and I think he was obviously the first star of this game. So let's just hope that uh, that continues. And I think the thing with Nick, it will both agree, we don't know that for sure. And I think for him to kind of take that next step, uh, it would be uh, it would be great if, you know, he doesn't have to do that every day, but if he can get uh, close to it, this team's in really good shape. So let's, let's start with that. I agree with you. He was phenomenal. And that's the thing. <clears throat> it's very d- tough to measure, I think, when you say, like, if he's – if he's close to that every night because I think you know like we've always talked about here in that 10 or 11 goals against range that should give you a chance to win pretty well every night if you can get down under 10 under 10 you're in amazing shape right so that's where you sit there and you're like well Rosie still could have let in like three more goals Saturday night and this game still could have, should have turned out in the Rocks' favor, depending on when those goals come, I think, too. Is a yeah, well, bit. I mean, that's that's the other thing here. Like, a lot of those saves came in the first nine minutes of that game. And yeah, he it was could have so very easily been 5-5. or yep. So much of this game depends on things like that. And it, you're right. I don't know how many saves he had, had at the end of the game, and it really didn't matter. He just didn't give San Diego any life early. And yeah. that basically suffocated them into a 9-2, you know, halftime lead. And... I don't care what offense you're rolling out there. That's pretty tough to overcome. Even if he plays averages yeah. down the stretch, it, it really doesn't matter. I think him doing that when he did and the quality of chances he was stopping, he he just – it was going to be the Rocks' night. No matter how poorly our offense played, it, He that game was going to go our way. And 
lucky enough, we got some chances to fall and on the other end. And there you go. Like I said, you got a 9-2 halftime lead. And on the road, obviously, you feel pretty good about that moving Well, that's forward. what I thought. So the ninth goal was actually right at the start of the second half. Oh, that's half. right. Schreiber You're right. 8-2 right? lead, yeah. So that was the thing. They built the... You know, they held them off the scoreboard for a long, long stretch in the in the first half before they even scored. And then when Schreiber scored that goal at the start of the third quarter to go 9-2, I think that was even, you know, dagger number one. But then the fact that, you know, Rosie was still really good uh, in that second half and in the third quarter. And, you know, San Diego did chip away to make it 9-5. And you still thought the next goal is big because I think 9-6, you start thinking about a game. But Dawson scored that goal, the 10th goal that really, I think, put the game away early in the fourth quarter. So as good as they were in the first half, I think that there was still – the door kind of swung open just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit when San Diego was hanging around. And you heard the interview on the bench with Josh Sanderson even in the fourth, I think, saying, you know, oh, we're just chipping away, we're just chipping away. And I think they still had some belief, even though really when I think he took a step back, chances are the way Rosie was playing that they weren't getting back in this game. But – you know, there was still that small, small chance, and I thought that they did a good job to shut him down, and then just the <clears throat> the run of a few goals there at the end, um, and Zach Manns getting his first goal, too, I think was great. You know, a big confidence booster for him, but I thought they finished the game yeah, there's so well much after having a little bit of a lull there in the third. There's so much to go through in this game. I found it fascinating, I, I, and, I mean, you tell me where you want to start, but for me, the way I saw this game was, number one, how much of Nick's game – how good was our defense, in fact? Because how yeah. much of that was Nick? And you try to look at that thing. This is what I saw from our defense. I thought we were more physical. I thought we gave them a few different looks every now and again, like we, we were pressuring up a little bit, and we tried to wear them down a little bit more. And I thought physically every chance we had, we laid somebody out. And I, I just think those are the things you and I were talking about last week when I had a hard time putting it into words. You know, you've got to play with some passion. You, those are the things. And I felt like that was there. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, defensively, we looked a little different. We had a lot more energy. We ran the ball well. But but then I looked at it and said, well, look, Nick Nick had to make a lot of saves, and a lot of these ones were point blank. So if Nick's not that good, what are we looking at defensively? So that time will tell that. But I, I love the fact that defensively, you know, we were more physical. I really like that. And uh, the first play of the game set the tone for me. Uh, 50-50 loose ball that was going to be the Seals' way. Billy Hostrauser comes from across the floor, dives, knocks it back. We get the ball. Just more life, more passion, and more more of that fight. Right from there. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I, I just – there were so many little things that I saw during the game. Brad Cree, um, every chance he got, he put he put the wood on somebody. Uh, David Brock, uh, I think um, Berg scored sometime in the third quarter top of the power play, ends up on his butt. Uh, you know, David finishing his check. I just like those things. I think the more of that we see, the better these guys will be. They can't be passive. They got to be physical and big. I thought we ran the ball well. Offensively, you know, you know, my from what I saw, you you watched every offensive player be engaged without the ball in the first half. They were mm-hmm. physical. Tom Schreiber was in there banging in and out without the ball. Rob Hellyer was doing it. Dawson was doing it. Every guy on the left. So. Rather than just throwing the ball around the outside and kind of moving around, hoping to not get hit, I saw a totally different offensive mindset, and they were rewarded for it. All those guys were rewarded, um, not with overly massive nights, but they hung 13 at the end of the day. Um, everybody seemed to kind of fill the stat sheet out a little bit, but it was that physicality that I loved. 
And if you watch just kind of solo out on Tom Schreiber's game in that first half and watch what he did in and out, it's just I haven't seen that from him. And I think it was a conscious effort on his behalf, I'm sure. But it's what we got to see. And I don't know how it equates all the time, but the offenses go when you're doing those things. And uh, it doesn't always lead to a goal. It doesn't always lead to anything. But it makes defenses work and it makes you unpredictable. So I loved that. That said, we went through a long lull second and fourth quarter, kind of where we didn't create a ton. So um, way more good than bad. I thought, like I said, the passion, the intensity, all those things that you know I was looking for were there. And they went in and beat a good team uh, on the road to even their record of one and one. And, you know, for some people, the biggest question mark is always going to be Nick. And, you know, on this night, he was our best player. So way more good than bad. I, I, I'm, I, you know, again, as a fan and as an analyst, I'm happy with, with the effort. And uh, it shows how good this team can be. But that being said, you know, you, you look at things honestly and you say, well, you know, if Nick's not that good, what if? Uh, defensively, did we give up too many opportunities? And did we take too many penalties? And then offensively, we got like an 18-minute stretch maybe where we didn't generate a ton. So you look at those things and you take it and you get better at it. It's early in the season. Now you can sit back and say, hey, it's only two games. But after the first week's effort, in my opinion, you couldn't. So this is good. Well, and I think when you talk about Tom Schreiber and, and just the way, uh, you know, you thought his game changed a bit in game number two, I – <clears throat> Sorry, I, I think it was just great to see him take the ball hard to the net and get rewarded. And maybe it was a bit dangerous, <laughs> you know, him uh, taking to the air like that. And maybe you don't want to see him all the time because he does, you know, you leave yourself pretty vulnerable there. But it was just nice to see him drive like that and, and get rewarded. And I think his goal where, <clears throat> you know, uh, the first goal of the game where he just fires that, you know, yeah. over the shoulder, the backhand and, and scores. Right? And it, it, and it's almost like he needed that. Like, yeah. you know, okay, that's obviously an amazing shot. But, of course, that goes in. His yeah. 30 shots last week that were, you know, <laughs> right in prime scoring area, yeah. they don't. But this one finds a way to yeah. – and then you could just get a sense that he was relieved and ready to get rolling. But, I mean, Robbie Hellier's game was the same way. He just played with so much more intensity. He, he was fast. He was moving without it. Mm-hmm. Um, every time he got it, he attacked. To me, those are big indicators that, you know – if that continues, this offense will be more and more difficult to stop because uh, you're you're kind of a you're taking talent out of the equation. Yeah. Now, if you've got talent playing with that kind of intensity and willing to do all those little things with and without the ball, then then you're an animal that's tough to stop. And like I said, I'm a I'm a month or two away from being completely back on board with this group. But what I saw. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> well, last week I said to you, I said I'm done Did with this say, offense. I am hold not. Hold on. What? Did you say you're a month or two away from being back on board? With the- Absolutely. It's going to take a month or two because I do not want to jump back on too quickly because if they go and lay an egg like that again where they just settle from okay. the outside, then I'm, you know, so I'm going to be patient with this. Okay, so then let's let's talk timelines here. So, okay, so say you don't – There is no it, timeline. It, well, but you just threw one out a month or two. So if you think, say, they don't play Ten as games well as in. you'd like on the 28th, does that shift? Like, do they now have to be – Consistent for two months? If they have to show me yeah. more of what I saw Saturday than what I saw in week one yeah. over the next ten games. That's what I think. Which I think everybody. I, I'm, it's not result-based. Okay, I'm, I know, I, but I'm I, looking I think for, everybody, wants, everybody wants to see that. I mean, I think beyond Look, I've been a such a big, two, right? big fan of this offense for so long, and they've made me look bad in the past. I'm just going to be cautious getting back in there. I've, right. I love the talent. Okay. I love the people. 
they've got to keep showing me that they're willing to do those things. And then I think we, and then I think we can talk about a championship contender again and an offense that I think ultimately will have to carry us there. I really do. We're going to have to score some goals. And in the games that goals are hard to come by, those are the things that matter. So let's, let's just be patient. And uh, Well, I can see. And, and also, I know, you know we've got two games coming up against Rochester here where hopefully they, these won't be games where goals are hard to come by. They shouldn't on, be. On paper. But you run the risk. these matchups, for sure, you think. These are some teams that this offense should – or sorry, not these teams. These two games are, are two that the offense should yeah. feast on. Inexperienced uh, defensively and, uh, you know, goalies with not a ton of starting experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it shapes up that way. But, again, it's so and easy. And that's no it, knock against Rochester. Absolutely I should not. be clear about that because this is just, like I say, when the, I say it's on paper. The Rock are the better yes, team on, on yes. paper, and especially our offense versus their yeah. defense. I think everybody agrees that Rochester's offense should be able to score some goals. It's their defense sure. where they're probably going to be – it's going to take some time to build up some credibility. I don't. We're not out of line for saying that. We're not telling yeah. anybody something they don't know. But what you can have happen, and we don't want to look ahead because we again we want to bask in this effort for a little bit. But what you don't want to happen is if it's if it becomes easy, yeah, quote unquote easy, and you just fall back into bad habits. I think they just got to keep with with what they're doing. They've got to keep being physical, even when those outside shots are falling. They got to keep being physical, keep getting to the middle of the floor. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. It'll be interesting the next two weeks for sure. Um, they proved to me anyway that you know they can play with some life and some intensity. It's something that I thought lacked at home, and hopefully their lesson has been learned. And they 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 took one from a good team. And uh, you know we didn't know what to expect from San Diego, but in my opinion, defensively, I thought they had some struggles, and obviously they didn't get any goaltending. Um, but offensively, I thought they they're going to be a, a juggernaut if not already like. They have some people that can make players miss. They've got some shooters. They've got a good mix there, and I think that uh, when you get stats back into that mix, if they can kind of stay afloat, um, I think their identity will be outstanding. Like, they're going to be a tough offense to stop. Well, and I think even – I think there does actually need to be a little bit of credit given to their goaltending in San Diego because, look, Shiliano got pulled after he let in six goals, and then Demood comes in basically with no NLL experience whatsoever and his team You're right. really on their back and he only lets in seven goals in over 45 minutes of play. And like, three of those were super late, minutes, like yeah. three, when the game was yeah. over. So, yeah, yeah he, he gave – you're right. And when I say goaltending, I meant their starter kind of put him behind the eight ball too much. But, yeah, he was really good in there. Where's he from? He is a St. Catherine's kid. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he played really well. So, I think his final uh, stat line was 43 minutes and, uh, yeah. Allowed just uh, seven goals. So yeah, he he gave them some life, gave him a chance. I just think they were too far behind at that point, obviously. But yeah, a good road game for the Rock, and you know, happy, much happier to have this conversation than than the one we had the the the, the week before. But you know, there's still going to be some questions. Like I said, if you really looked at that film, we gave we did give a, give up a lot of good chances, and I think you know, if Nick's not out of world. You know, it's yeah, it's a much different game. And then offensively, you got to avoid those. You got to avoid those lulls. Even if you're up nine two, you, you know you. It's Which so hard to say. You know what? The only thing about that is we, when we had Rock owner, president, and general manager Jamie Dowakin before the season started, that was something we talked about was the lulls because we've seen that in the past from this offense as well. And then seeing it in game one, amplified at game two, you had you had some you know very consistent uh, long period of time there where they did 
you know, have some success so that that kind of, you it's, don't want to say offsets the lull necessarily, but you, minimizes the impact of it. Obviously. At 9-2, yeah. I mean, you, it's you, a different it's, game. It is. Too, and right? I've having been there, you know, not to yeah. make excuses for anybody, but your urgency is a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe with this team, you can't cut them. You got to. You've got to keep at it. I don't know, but up nine two, it's it's a different animal. And I think once they had to, like you said, when they made it nine five, we got the next. Yeah. You know, we we got the goals when we needed them. I think offensively, Dan was great. I think that's what you'll get from him. I don't think that'll really surprise anyone. He may have a lull or two, but I think that's kind of he's where he's yeah. going to live this year. Um, but it's those other guys that I think you know, Robbie and Tommy have got to prove, uh, and then the lefties got to step up, and they did without. Uh, without Adam there and we hope Adam's not out long and he can get him back in healthy and you know if you get him bumping and grinding the way he knows how to this it just becomes more deadly so uh yeah that's that's good and Zach to get his first goal obviously a great confidence booster and you know you'll never forget that and uh, if he's going to play you know whether Adam's in or whether Adam's out he's got to have some experience he's got to get better and he's got to chip in so that's where it is so yeah for, uh, you know Dan Craig's another one Nick I don't think his stat line was loaded but he, he was ended engaged. Up with a pile of assists. He was engaged. You know, uh, yeah, he had a goal he, and six assists. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's and not going to be his. Took one heck of a cross check. He in did. The lower back. After yeah, he, he scored. did. Yes. Power play was good too. Yep. That's another thing to take note of. I five of seven, four of six. Uh, I don't think it was quite that good. I want to say it was two, two for three officially. Oh, is that it? Eh. Yeah. Well, then there you go. San Diego you is two for seven. Officially. Oh, there you go. So. Um, but we scored on the power play, and I think we scored early. Like Johnny gave one to Danny across the crease early. Yeah. In the in the power play, moved the ball. They weren't just you know crease to shooter to top to crease. They, the first power play out there, they went and started. They were skipping passes right away. At least it was different. I was happy to see it. So my my synopsis is they got a lot of work to do yet, but that was a great effort and a win. Uh, you take any win you can get, but when you're on the road against a hungry team, I think it's especially after our game one, it was great. So you get some time off for Christmas now. They get this weekend off, and again, not taking anything away from Rochester. You look ahead. You got two winnable games to get yourself comfortable in the standings uh, before you hit kind of a grind point. And uh, I think they go how many weeks without a game, a week off? Oof. It's a new. Into March? Yeah, so it's a grind. I think, yeah. So this is kind of like coast time, like, you know, just because of the way the schedule is set up, and then it's going to get real ugly on them. So here's to hoping everybody has a great Christmas break, and we come back and we get back to business. And last thing we should mention before we move on from the game is just uh, Dan Dawson hitting the milestone, 1,400 career points, becoming just the third player in NLL history to top 1,400 points. Well, there you go. Congratu- congratulations, Danny. So Johnny T at 1,759, I want to say off the top of my head. And then John Grant Jr. at 1,446. And I think Doss is now at 1,401. Well, good for him. He's not done yet. He'll no. put up uh, He'll put up you think 95 should, points this year. He should pass John Grant Jr. for second all-time this year. Good. Unless Jr. decides to come back. Never know. Had himself <laughs> quite a summer. That's what I mean. <laughs> Johnny T might have to come back here. He no, might. not yet. Buffalo more in ways need to of go. A, more in need of a righty than a lefty right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't like though. <coughs> oh, yeah. I sat at home Friday night. I, you know, I would no love games. to settle into a game. It was so yeah, disappointing. I know. Four games on Saturday, and uh, they got to fix that. Overlapping, I, yeah. You know, you can't. 
yeah, you'd like you'd love you'd a game. love it. You would absolutely, and even a Sunday afternooner would be nice. Like I would right? agree. It's tough against football, but once football's done, to be able to watch a Sunday afternoon game would be nice. But it's, I mean, you know, for the lacrosse building fans, availability, all that kind of stuff. We don't quite have that freedom in this league to. I was disappointed. <laughs> I would have loved to have sat in front of a game. I would have too. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, neither here nor there. Yeah. But good. Okay. Congratulations, Dan, and uh, congratulations to the team. Okay. Good place to win. We'll take a short break, and we will welcome in our guest here this week, none other than the captain, Challen Rogers. Will join us in studio in a moment. Stay with us. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock along with Colin Doyle. And we now welcome in studio with us the captain, Challen Rogers, back from San Diego, <laughs> California, with a win. With a win. Congratulations, captain. Thank you. How did the first win of the season feel? Great. Better than the first great. loss of the season? Absolutely. Oh, that's good. All right. <laughs> what uh, a silly question. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you, your, um, your integrity should have weighed you away from that. John. <laughs> The thing on the top of the board over there. I should be just staring at it. Yeah. Integrity. Strengths. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Challenge, before we get into the game itself. <laughs> Straight off the rails here. You had a long this, trip, a uh, long flight. Uh, I'm always curious, and I'm sure our our uh, our listeners are, are excited to hear it, too. Who uh, – do you guys – like, that's a long flight. Do you guys mess around on the flight at all, or you guys just, like, sit there and put your headphones on and mind your own business? Because, you know, back in my day, there was a lot of hanky-panky going on those flights. Who's Who takes the lead on that, or is there anything at all? No, it's, I think it's mostly just headphones in. Jones is usually good for something. Yeah. Yeah, he he, can he wasn't the pod, on the flight though. But he wasn't on real the long, yeah. boring flight then, eh? Yeah, I was yeah. in the middle seat. So that was a Ooh. battle. Beside two people you knew or random? Uh, one random was on the window, and then Brocky was on the aisle. So, okay, so Brocky got the aisle on yep. years of experience, not rock experience. That's for sure. You didn't man up there and say, "Hey, Brocky, hey, Capper's here." Oh no, <laughs> Cappy oh, doesn't no. roll middle. <laughs> I was okay with that. Really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Then did you get talking to the person on your left? No. 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 Nothing. I slept the whole time. They okay. did. Not me. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like uh, the kids aren't doing much on flights anymore. That's too bad. Well, something well, different about this trip, too. So, okay, go ahead. No, Sorry, no, go on. No, I was just going to say the fact <laughs> you guys got to be out there as a team early. Yeah. Like, you guys landed uh, before noon on Friday, and you guys got to go down to the beach and hang out and kind of do your own thing and actually – get kind of comfortable yeah in your surroundings it was nice it yeah. was nice nice spot we had a nice what little did you guys get up to? we uh we went down to the beach like you said we got a lunch at what's it called cannon cannonball maybe cannonballs it's right on the water it's a nice spot and then yeah just kind of roamed around saw the beach area and yeah it's good it's good fun you asking for a trade no. No? Absolutely Then you came home to this. It was like minus <laughs> minus 32. Yeah, it's gross. Hey, did you get to hang out with your boy Bergy? No, didn't see him. Really? Besides on the floor. Okay. Yeah. You liked it down there, though? I hear it's one of the most beautiful spots in the world. I've been there very quickly once. I was in and out one time, but I hear it's uh, quite nice. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, obviously, being by the water, I love that. I grew up with that, so... Um, I also went to San Diego with my mom when I was like 12. Did a big road trip down the West Coast. You a surfer? No. I've tried surfing before. Can't surf. 
can't surf. You look like a surfer. I could rock the surfer look. Yeah, sure you could. <laughs> so as if anybody was following any of our other players on social media over the last few days, a couple of the guys got to stick around. Yeah. And looked like they made the best of their time as well in San Diego. Yeah, they didn't have a bad time. No. Nick Rose, Damon Edwards, Brad Cree. Hmm. Stuck around for a few days. I can't, can hardly blame them. Yeah. Can hardly blame them. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the social game? Media. I, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. I didn't. I'm sure Rosie posted a million pictures. There I was a few. I didn't yeah. see any of them. Like, okay. Well, I posted one picture, but like, yeah, nine, there's ten one. photos in the right post. Right. Yeah. More to come. I'm He's sure. pretty tamed. He's pretty tamed for Instagram. Really. Really. Wow, that's not like Rosie. Over to the game. Speaking over of Rosie, game. over to the game. That might be the best <laughs> nice I've seen Rosie play. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was. I mean, obviously, to, to anybody, that, that was the biggest difference in that game was goaltending. They really didn't get any saves, and I felt like, uh, you know, Nick made a lot of really good saves, not just quantity, but he made uh, a lot of quality saves that uh, could have made that game look a lot different. So it was great to see him. Uh, it was great to see him have a game like that, and I'm sure for you, it's great to get a win. Uh, I'm sure nobody in the room was feeling too good after week one, and to get out there and. Maybe take a deep breath and get a, get two points on the board. I'm sure is pretty good. So, how's everybody feeling? Uh, you know, from the lacrosse side. Good. I mean, obviously, like you said, after the New England game, I don't think there was anyone even close to remotely happy about how we played and um, you know our effort. And I think we just wanted to turn the page and go into San Diego, who's also a hungry team, and um, <clears throat> you know, just kind of play the game that we know we can play. And uh, you know, I think we kind of took steps towards that. There's obviously things we can work on um but you know it was a lot better than our first performance mike and i talked about this earlier but i, I gotta ask you was it uh was there a conscious effort because one of the things i took note of on the defensive side of the ball was it seemed like you guys were a lot more physical like uh you know i took notice right away uh if they were standing if our defenders were standing beside a player they were they were putting it to them and i i i felt like that certainly wasn't there in game one i just felt like the physicality was was uh had gone up a few notches is that something that, that was a conscious effort or is that just the way it's supposed to be and it just wasn't there in game one like give me an idea of if that was discussed because i just felt like any chance one of your guys one of our d guys had they put the wood to them and it it, it jumped off the page to me so i'm curious yeah, no, it was definitely discussed. I think after watching the film, that's something Brucey brought up and some of the other guys in our film session. Um, you know, we need to be a little bit more physical. We need to make, um, you know, the opposing offense be a perimeter, perimeter offense. And, um, you know, you do that with physicality and, and making them pay when, um, you know, they're getting those chances. Even when they weren't getting the chances. Like I said, even just kind of randomly coming down, it was just like bang, bang. I, I, I mean, as a rock fan and as an a analyst, I guess, if you want to call me that. Analyzer. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I did analyze was is that they're being much more physical tonight. And you do have a ton of team size. So it's not like this. I mean, hopefully this is something that sticks around. So that's good to see. I thought it made a big difference for sure. Mike? Well, I wanted to also ask you about uh, some of the new <clears throat> NLL stats that have popped up. One, one that's being tracked. So, a new company this year, Sport Logic, comes in to uh, take over the NLL stats, and things are slowly being integrated. We'll say into what we're going to see here over the next couple of weeks and the rest of the season and next, and hopefully for a long time. But a couple new stats. One is plus minus, which I think is a 
hockey thing that's completely irrelevant, really, in my opinion. Yeah, there'll but be a lot of minuses out the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the way it shapes Adam out. Adam Jones like. is a plus 76. <laughs> yeah. Well, even Saturday, in Saturday's game, like, Doss was plus 8, Robbie <laughs> plus 7, so it was, uh, it was good. They play, really, they play really well in the defense. Sorry, Robbie zone. was yeah. plus 8. Doss was Two like plus players. 5. <laughs> but the other thing is this time on floor. Have you looked at this at all? No. You haven't, eh? Do you ever think about how much time you actually play in a game? And since you haven't looked at it, I'm going to throw you... Like Challen didn't lead it in game one because we discussed this off air last week, and I said yeah. I thought Brad led it in game one, and I was convinced. I said that's got to be wrong because Brad led it in a big way in game two. Really big way. So yeah. this is accurate. Brad's a beast. Brad is a beast. Brad so was a beast. You, like this how weekend. many minutes do you think you play in a game? <sighs> it's a loaded question. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I mean a little bit. Um, let's see here. Let's say. 25, 30? Well, your 25 is closer than your 30. 30. But uh, game one, you played 20 minutes and 14 seconds. How are they tracking this? Game two, I, I don't know how it's all being done, but it we went through it a bit this week in the office and added it up. And, and when you thought about how many chances that San Diego had on offense, it was – with just shot attempts were like 20-something more than what the Rock were, even right when you counted shots on and off. So, um, <clears throat> But game two, you played 22-39. Nice. You're a regular Shea Weber. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. But then you look at the other side of the ball. Here's the, the really crazy thing. So Connor Fields for San Diego, 29 minutes. Two lefties. A lot of reps. Two lefties? Is that what they did? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Him and Greer? Yep. Greer, 26-20. Kyle Buchanan, 27-05. Was Berge? Uh, look like Berge. The look on Berge his face. He's twenty seventy nine. Twenty two fifty three. I got a. And it's some. well because you think about offensive production now for minutes played, and this is going to be a stat that's going to come out. We'll we'll start to get like things in hockey where you get points per sixty and all this stuff to to measure players' efficiency in different ways. There's some cool new stats that can come out of this, but but you look at a guy like uh, where was the one that I was looking at Schreiber. You know, he ends up with three goals, three assists, six points. He only plays 16-27. And Connor Fields played 29 <laughs> minutes. Like Schreiber's like a pitcher. You can get through an <laughs> inning in 11 pitches. Hey, he's saving exactly. that arm. Well, it's good. Well, I, this is going to create some – it's neat. It, I think it's neat that finally there's some new stats that can spring out of some other stuff. But I guess my thought is just when you guys do start to look at this, do you think that's something that's going to start to – you're already shaking your head. No, why? Why? You're asking Chelsea. Okay, I Finish know, the but question. you're shaking your head. No. But do you think this is something you guys are going to start to look at? Or do you guys even think about that? I mean, it's never been really recorded or put out there before, but is this something you guys will start to look at? Is this time on floor stat? No. Uh, <laughs> is it okay if he shakes his head? You're yeah, going to jump down his throat too? <laughs> well, no, I guess. Yeah, all right. I, I just think it's really interesting if you guys think it's ridiculous. It's Storylines inter- and stats. Interesting. That's Mike Hancock. Storylines and stats. <laughs> there you go. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, right. Back to the game. Back to the game. Uh, <laughs> get, get, sorry, is there another stat you want to go no, over? No, go ahead. Go this right is one ahead. of our better interviews. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Chow we had a goal and an assist. If yeah, you and I was just going to go there. Uh, Chow actually scored differently than I'm used to seeing yes. him score. He's actually ended up coming across crazy the other way. It was quite a nice goal. Um, in your opinion, who has the best finish out of any 
quote unquote defender in the NLL to eliminate yourself? Sure it is. Going to sure to mention. I'll this come back before. to it. I'll yeah. ca- I can come back to it. All it was right. a nice move. It was quite a goal. I thought you guys did run the floor extremely well. Um, you got a lot of chances. I felt like um, Jubinville got his first goal. Yeah. Is that how you say it his was name? Pumped. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he. I think he is a great player. He played really well. I thought all the young guys played pretty well. They went through some. I think if you look at the film honestly, they went through some stretches where they did get some good chances that. You know, had Rosie not been on a different level, I do think that game would have looked a little different. But uh, overall, I noticed that, you know, there were times in the game where defensively we picked them up a bit earlier. We kind of gave them a different look. I, for one, liked that a lot. I felt like, again, I don't know if it was conscious effort or not, but I felt like sometimes as soon as they crossed center, there was somebody waiting for them, just making them play differently. So I thought there was some, uh, again, I don't know if they were meant to be or not, but uh, some... Some alterations defensively that I think uh, played our strengths, so it was it was good to see. Who was on the two on one with Dave Brock? That Burnsy. he didn't give it. He didn't Burnsy. give it to him. No, Who I was know. Who was he with? Burnsy. Okay, Wasn't that yeah. something? He kept. He, he Have won. they got beef? Is this going back? <laughs> <Yeah. sometimes? laughs> I was going to because yeah. that was that was brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. I was going to say like, did you guys give it to him on the bench at all after that one? Brock, <laughs> he he kept 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 and then shot like it was. Wrong side, too. He's yeah, a lady, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to look Burnsy <laughs> up. And get, get. Well, I guess Burnsy's already got a goal for the Rock. I guess, you know, Brocky's sitting there. i got to get on the board here. But yeah. nothing nothing with Brocky after that one? You mentioned something. In, yeah. What was that, halftime? It was halftime. You yeah. mentioned something. He's like, ah, I should have passed that one. But. Yeah. <laughs> he was right. Actually, I thought Brocky played particularly well, too. I thought yeah. he was Your man was down right. was outstanding, obviously. They had a lot of chances. I, in my opinion, again, going all over the place here, I thought the game was uh, a little bit uh, – I didn't think it was uh, refed really well. I didn't love the, the job the referees did, actually. I don't say that often in this league, but the, it was just a quirky game that way, and I felt like the scoreboard had a lot to do with it. But I think you killed seven of eight or six of eight or something like that, and that obviously make, can make a big difference too. So I think all these things we're looking at, like the game could have turned out a bit differently. I don't think we're looking at a San Diego team that's – that's that bad. I thought their offense had some punch to it. Um, I don't know. Well, ask Jalen, were they a difficult group to defend? And I know you can only give one answer, so I guess it's kind of pointless to ask you. But <laughs> it seemed like they had some difficult checks. Uh, you know, obviously Berg's a load. Buchanan moves so well. I think Greer had some jump in his step. And uh, when they get stats back, I think this is an offense that's going to give some teams some trouble, I think, once they get rolling. Am I accurate in saying that? Yeah, I'd say so, especially with the addition of, you know, Austin when he gets back healthy. You know, he's a good player. He's a great player. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, them running two lefties kind of tired them out for sure. And then having whoever in transition kind of stay in play kind of threw them off a little bit on the left side. But, um, yeah, no, they have some absolute firepower up there with, you know, Berge, you saw what he did. He had, what, four or five goals? Four goals, yeah. And and what I was going to say, too, was they did generate a lot. We're talking about how well Rosie played, right? They did generate. They did generate a lot. And you look at even – Going back to the stats here, but shots on goal, you know, Greer finishes with 15, Buchanan with 14, Berg with 14, uh, Connor Fields with 10. Like, I like Connor Fields. Four guys. That was my first time ever seeing him play. <clears throat> you never saw him really I, in I, Oakville? No, nope, never, never saw him. Never saw him play. I know you have history with him. I guess playing in Oakville, 
Now, he's had some box experience, though, in the past. Am I correct? Or playing in Oakville was his first taste of it? I want to say he played Maybe Junior, junior? B. Because um, he's from upstate New York, New York yeah. is he not? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I thought, I mean, not the same as Tommy, because Tommy had never seen it. Connor seemed pretty fluid in the game for, yeah. you know, having not played a lot of it. He'll he'll continue to get better. But, yeah, I think you're right, Mike. I, I Again, Nick played really, really well. And I think that game, like, really could have looked differently. So their offense is going going to be potent. Uh, again, that we got challenge here. We can't waste our time. But is there any indication as when the stats is going to be back? I'm sure they're probably hoping that he's going to be back sometime in February. But I, that's still pretty aggressive. But Yeah, but there'll be a load offensively, I think. I think defensively they had some inexperience. But, and obviously they didn't get a great game from their goalie. But that, that'll be a team that I think might make some noise down the road. No question about it. So why don't we talk about uh, Christmas plans here, Chal? You're going. Uh, you're going to be going home. You're leaving Saturday to head back to BC and yep. big trip. What do you got? Uh, what do you got planned for your, for when you're back home? Um, you know, just spend a lot of time with family and friends. You know, the obvious answer there. Don't get to see them a whole lot. So, um, you know, trying to jam a lot of that in uh, in a short period of time. Is there anything you're going to go do that you're like, I don't get home enough anymore. I got to go do this when I'm home. Got to go eat here. I got to go have yeah. a beer here. What is it? What Are you Poco or Coquitlam? Coquitlam. Okay. So what do you do? You, well, you the gotta, John B, obviously. The John B. You got to take a stop. Great wings there. Uh, you know, classic spot. That's kind of our junior hangout. Um, there's a spot in Port Moody, Don Airtown. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> I go there every time I walk in, the guy knows my order. Even though I haven't seen it, I see him like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> He'll dial that up. I haven't seen that guy since I was in high school. Are you excited to go home? You miss it? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. See my cat. Well, you got a cat back there? Yeah. Oh. Manuel. I didn't name him, but <laughs> he's. <laughs> Yeah, he's did, a beauty. Did Manuel come with the name? or? Yeah, he came with the name. Okay. Yeah. Um, will you do Christmas dinner there? Are you there for actual Christmas this year? Yep. Good. Coming back Boxing Day. That's good. And then you dial it back in here. You have a little bit of fun. You get back and you get back into the groove. Exactly. Get back to work. Will you keep working out there or do you take a few days off? Uh, yeah. I'll get, get a little jogging, get a run in, hit the gym a few times. Maybe once? A yep. few times? A few times. Okay. Once or twice. We'll ask you when you get back how that went. Good. I know how it is. That's good. Um, go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, what, what does the captain of the Toronto Rock want for Christmas? Ooh. To be honest, every every single year, you could ask my family about this. I, had, We all hand in our Christmas list, and I haven't handed one in, in <laughs> ever. What do you get then? <laughs> What's the best Christmas gift you can remember getting? Um... Well, my aunt gave me coal one year. Come on, <laughs> really? Yeah, one a rough uh, year for Chow. Like what? No, she she just always makes jokes like that. Oh. I, I asked for like a like a big ass pillow. That's what I asked for one year. Like just a nice, comfy bed pillow. And how she, old were you? This was like if, when I was in college. So okay, like, okay. Yeah, like just like a nice pillow. I really wanted a good pillow. Whatever. And, uh, you know, I used the word ass in it, and she made me an ass pillow. Oh, you still got it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please take a picture and tweet it for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but but usually I get pretzels, pretzels and sour keys. Wow. Yeah. Like pretzels on pretzels, and they'll be gone before I get back here. Big pretzel guy. Love pretzels. Sour keys your favorite candy? Yeah, Mount Rushmore candy for sure. You got a uh, favorite chocolate bar? 
Uh, I do. Car- caramello. It can only get it in America. I've never heard of a caramel. It's like a caramel, but more caramel. Is it thicker squares? Like, yeah. is it a thicker? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Uh, I, good. I respect mm-hmm. that. Is that my, uh, Mike, what's yours? Coffee crisp. Mm. Uh, Dunking in a hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. They're really good. Well, what's yours? Bounty. A bounty. Bounty? bounty. Yeah. Everybody Come says it. Bounties bounty. are so good. That coconut. <laughs> no. And I'm getting older. That's kind of what I would have. <laughs> I, I mean, make, you can't go wrong with a chocolate bar, period, except okay. for, like, I hate, like, Big Turks. Yeah. And a uh, few of the other, but I, I what really... What about Crunchy? Remember the... Yeah, the, yeah and I was never know. big on them. I didn't like that wafer. No. Bounty. Kit Kats are it's good. Weird. M&Ms are, like, uh, yeah. peanut M&Ms are... They go down in history. <laughs> hey, we go... <laughs> I digress. We go on all day long. Um, well, have a... Challen, uh, have a great Christmas trip, and uh, it's good to see the boys get, uh, like I said, not just a win. We discussed this last week. It probably not a win that you needed. It was a good effort, and I felt like, uh, from my end anyways, uh, you guys certainly gave. It's good to go one-on-one, get a little break, and dial it in for a next long stretch here. Back-to-back games coming up against the Rochester Nighthawks. Yeah. Let's worry about that after Christmas. Okay. Let's get some coal All and right. an ass pillow. <laughs> <laughs> A big Com- ass pillow. Take comfy. There you go. Get comfy in your ass pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great Christmas. And I hope you got your mother something nice. I know she's a big fan of Chow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get her something nice? You're not going to worry about it when you get home, to I be hope. O- to be honest, usually I do all my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. Oh, jeez. I'm one of those psychos. But usually I have a plan. I hate shopping. I hate all that. I'll do all the research at home, go on the computer, check where I need to be, map it out, go in, go out in like 30 minutes, have everything I need. Good luck to you. <laughs> wow. At the Coquitlam Center, is that where you go? Oh, yeah. Coquitlam Town Center. <laughs> <laughs> Lowheed Highway. What was the place, uh, the Cat and the Fiddle in Poco? Oh, yeah. They had a great club sandwich, too. Great wings. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Bringing big, me back. Big wing guy. Yeah, well, have some wings. Enjoy the break, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you after Christmas. Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks, Chal. You're uh, welcome. Yeah, Merry Christmas, and enjoy you, BC. You too. Thank you. All right, that was Challen Rogers, captain of the Toronto Rock. We'll take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and be back with more in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock and Colin Doyle. We will uh, wrap things up here on the program. Uh, very, uh, very fun episode. Challen, uh, he gave us a lot today, Doyle. He did. He's. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what he gets for Christmas. He's a, he's quite a character. He said he enjoyed himself too. So maybe we'll get him back on here. <clears throat> he did. He. <clears throat> excuse me. See, now this, this, see now. <laughs> see off air. I just finished telling Mike yeah, that he's got whatever. Go in his throat he's got to get it out wow whatever the what (laughs) well you heard me and like here we are with the coffin again ready like i don't know like have a sense of decorum mike (laughs) is that what that is is that well a lack of decorum media savvy (laughs) anyway yes everybody i got i got the cough i had the cough first in the office here everybody's got a little (laughs) you bragging about it You're no, supposed to stay home if you're ill. I know. You know what? And some other people here have been fighting through it. This we had another gentleman in the office here had the flu. Grady Bunch up here. Flu Monday came in Tuesday, Wednesday, flu morning, missed the staff lunch, and then was in on Wednesday afternoon and today. 
I might add, I was disappointed to miss that staff lunch. That's yeah, where were you? Uh, weather. Yeah, we got hammered and slash. It, I had to stay home because it was supposed to be uh, one of my girls' final volleyball tournament, but yeah. it eventually got shut down anyway because of the weather. So I couldn't have gone anywhere anyway, but I did miss it. I love that restaurant. We we like to come here. We like to go there as much as we can. It's good. It's unbelievable. The tapenaki. Tapenaki. Yeah. The full shrimp, chicken, steak, everything. It's better when you don't have to choose. You get them all. Yeah, it just kept coming. The egg on the rice is – I love that. The Fried rice, rice with the egg in there. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. But you know what? Okay, so we're getting way off topic here. But, but going well, over – Well, what going, is our topic? <laughs> I don't even – we have Going one? over there today, so, or yesterday, when, as we're recording this on Thursday. We went on Wednesday. But they always do the thing where they throw the broccoli, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, everybody catches That's it, right? That's right. So I drove over with Pete Bowers, also Toronto Rock head statistician, yep. as well as works here in the office. But we were talking about how, like – and I talked about this even with my wife on the Tuesday night. I was like, I am not participating in this. Why not? Well, because there's always – like, it, it's so awkward, right? You get a bad toss from the guy, and, like, you got no hope. I, there's no way you're catching it in your mouth. No well, way. He, if he, he knows enough, if he doesn't give you good, he's going to give you a second shot at it. No, but there's I, – I always say, like, the guy's trying to be funny, right? Like, he's like – You think he's going to pick on you? Fires, like, a bad one. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not doing it. I, there's no way, right? So – because somebody else, like a couple people went, and there's a couple bad throws, and they just missed, right? Of course, and then he fires it at me, and I'm kind of like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. And I'm and Pete Bowers ended up sitting across from me, but I told him even going over, I was like, I'm not participating, right? So did you just let it hit I you in did. the face? <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> no, I said, all right, okay, yeah, whatever. And then he fires it up, and it's like going over my head, and and hits me basically kind of in the side of my head, and like on the, of course the boss Jamie our our. You know, yeah, our your leader, boss, yeah, our boss. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to call him, Jamie. He he's laughing his head off. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. You think he was? Did he, did he go after everybody else too when they missed it, or just you? Uh, no, there was a few other bad misses too. I guess that everybody kind of laughed up. But I just said that it's just not like give give everybody a chance to catch it if you're going to do it. But anyways, I was like, I'm not participating. And then of course, Pete and I are yucking it over up uh, all the way over about it, and then comes around to Pete, boom. Yeah, right in the app? Right in the yeah, no yeah, well. problem. Swish. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Pete. Hey, if we were keeping stats, he's one for one. He is. And there you go, Petey. Yeah. Nice to mention Pete's name. I know he's a big listener of the podcast. He so, is. Hey, I think he, he dials it up honestly as soon as it's up online. I, I hear it like he just fires it up on his uh office uh, computer speakers for the whole office here. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Petey, on the broccoli catch. Yeah. And uh Maybe you could work with Mike on his technique. You're like, I don't want to play. I don't. Want They're it, just gonna right? make, like just, like no, your attitude going that. in there was. was like, like, yeah, it was. Like, yeah. come on, like if you can't catch it, put it in your coat pocket or and do something. I, like, <laughs> maybe I should have just like fired it back. Right well, now. I, mean, I don't know about that. Started a big war in there. The guy with all the food yeah, wins the that war. The food, right? Anyway, cooking, yeah. it's it's. But delicious. I thought you know the other thing too is okay, they always have the same. <laughs> they always have the same little jokes, right? They pull out the little guy uh, with the sure. squirt the water, and it looks like he's. What if you don't eating. like it? Don't go. I know, Mike. but I don't I'm know just what saying like. I do like it. But it's funny that you go in. I went in with this attitude of like I'm. I'm kind of like I'm sick of the shtick here. But, but then it was good. Like I laughed at everything, and it was a good time. Yeah, that's why they can't pay Eddie Murphy to be in there cooking. You know that. Like there's there's a limited amount of what you can do. You've got to get a family. You've got to get thirty five people in and out in an hour. 
stuffed yeah. and, and be funny. Them, yeah. well, you know. And flip the flip the spatula and the whatever around. It still wows me. I don't know why you got to be so hard on everybody. To me, I'm, I'm not easily being entertained. Hard on them. I'm just saying that, like. You laugh when you're supposed to laugh. You, you know, you, just you lead in. The there you go. Stick to the script. Eat your food. Imagine you were six or seven. Let the you just didn't know. Go, Let, the go bro- off Let your it head. hit you. <laughs> yeah, Another one. Funny. Hit me again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this might be one of our best episodes here with the Challen interview and then the Tapanyaki talk. Maybe I need to go over there and say, guys, you got to get some new material. And here are my suggestions. Yeah, maybe. And maybe what they'll do is, okay, sir, you jump in behind here. Uh, why don't you run through some of your suggestions? <laughs> Maybe. We're it was also one of our other colleagues. It was his birthday, so they sang a song and beat a little drum, and everybody sang See, Happy I've not birthday. seen that. And, yeah, he put on a hibachi hat. Oh. And they uh, sung Happy Birthday to him, and yeah. Well, well they got to get on board, too, because like all the other restaurants, they got the Happy Happy Birthday. Yeah. You know, so... Good. Glad to hear that. Do you like that overall? I don't know. Sometimes Again, I, yeah, you can hate it, but or you can get on board. <laughs> I don't know if I hate you it. You can get I on just, board. I'm just saying Every time I hear it I now, feel like the staff doesn't want to do it, I think, is my you, biggest thing. You don't that, want the moose antlers on or the free piece of cake. or. That's fine, but I feel bad for the employees doing it. Sometimes I think it's like, are they into it every time? Of if you got to go out and sing that happy, happy birthday. No, like you're not into it all the time. Night, like. But it, it's the customer you're trying to please here. Yeah. And to them, it yeah. has to feel like you mean it. Okay. Anyway. Whew. Okay. So coming I got to go. I got my Rock up. Elite tryouts here. <clears throat> yeah. So this is, hey, you know, what, let's wrap minute. up. Let's wrap up with a quick description of what's going on here. We finished Sunday. Yep. We missed Challen and Adam and Riley. They're uh, part of our staff. Unfortunately, yep. they were away for the last week, but we. We had champions at all our divisions, some unbelievable lacrosse last Sunday. So so I'm thankful it's over. It's been a long grind. I need a few weeks to, to recharge the batteries. But um, for our Peewee and our Bantam divisions, we select uh, the top 36 kids and four goalies to come out for a tryout. And uh, we'll play here tonight. Uh, all the coaches will take some good notes. We'll do the same thing following our winter league and then we'll have one final tryout uh the culmination of the top from both leagues and we'll pick our teams that represent the toronto rock at the junior nll tournament which is in august it's a long ways away but it's good uh it's good for these kids to get a little reward here to get to play against some great talent yeah um and to get a chance to try for this team which we're i'm always very much looking forward to building and it's a ton of fun we've talked about it in the past but that's why i'm here tonight We've got to get this last tryout in before the holidays break and uh, hope to see some great lacrosse action. I hope the kids are excited as I am. So this is a full game tonight? We play a full game tonight. Yeah, nice. we'll play a full All game. Right. Uh, and I will evaluate. Nick uh, will run one bench. Challenge will run the other. I'll just give the kids a quick uh, pep talk at the start, kind of tell them what yeah. you know what we're looking for as coaches. Not that they don't know because they've been around us for 13 weeks, and we just let them play. So very much looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's been nice the last few years. Last few years, we've really done a nice job kind of uh, tying every one of our sessions together, mm-hmm. and this is uh, the culmination of that. So I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing it tonight. Well, Rosie's dying to get into the boardroom here, a.k.a. our studio. He's, he's been walking back and forth. You can't see him right now, but he's been – He's been texting me. Oh, too, he wants in like, here. Hey, he, he wants w- in here. He wants to watch a little TV and relax before. Or he wants in he here wants- because he. Oh, hey guys, did you see how good I <laughs> hey. played this this weekend? Did anybody take note? All oh, those haters. That's yeah. what he wants. Oh really? Maybe. Maybe yeah, he just wants to watch TV. Yeah, I don't know. I think he does. Has he not got a TV at his house? 
I think he does, and in his office across the hall as Lots well. Lots of TV yes. then, right? <laughs> but he needs TVs. this one right now? Yes. Okay. TV in the dressing room, coach's office. He could duck into my office. A few other TVs. If he keeps playing like that, I guess he's welcome to any TV he'd like. He could. TV okay. in the boss's office too. A few TVs around Lots here. Lots of TVs around here. <laughs> Anyway, okay, we well, break for the Christmas. Yeah, go ahead. We do want to say uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there, who uh, all the loyal listeners and maybe the first-time listeners here to the podcast uh, today. And we are going to have a couple of weeks off here from the podcast. We'll both be away and here and there and uh, won't be back until we uh, dial in our next home game leading up to January 11th. But, of course, before then, The Rock will be on the road on Saturday, December the 28th at Rochester, Make sure you have your subscription to BR Live lined up so you can watch the game live at 7 p.m. And that's really about it, I think, Doily. Get your tickets for January 11th. That's the big thing. Right now, the holiday pack, going fast. Get it now. Four tickets, four T-shirts, 99 bucks. There isn't a better deal on a one-game, one-off. If you're thinking about coming to one game this year, grab the tickets and the T-shirts. You get some swag. You get to come down. Big game. Hopefully a big bounce-back effort at home. And you remember last year, the Rock lost their home opener and then won the next eight in a row at home. So hopefully, this is the start of a similar winning streak at home on January the 11th. And January 11th is also the mini miss and the uh, skills. Skills camp, So it's yes. always a fun day. So get, get the kids few, there. Very few spots left there, too. So go to torontorock.com if you want to register. Colin, you'll be running the skills camp again, obviously. I will not be. My you first year off. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. you got somebody else running it this year. You're kidding me. I'm moving on. But I will be there because I will have three girls in the mini miss. You're not running the skill. Is this for real? Yeah. Who's running the skills camp? I'm not sure. I th- oh. I'm not sure they've got tap for it. You sound shocked. I'm surprised and shocked. Yeah. yeah. It's my okay. first year not doing it, but uh, I will be at the game. Okay. So still get there. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. For and sure. like you said, they're going to bounce back. It's a great day. Love seeing all the kids at these games. It's always a fun one. And like I said, I have a soft spot for the cheerleading, the mini-miss cheerleading, because I have all three girls in it. So it's always my favorite of the year. Is this the first time all three in? No. No? Last couple. I think we snuck Lila in. She's been in. She's been on the floor before. Yeah. Last year, she was maybe the first year in the dance, but she's always around. That's cool. Last year for my oldest one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Swan song. All right. Okay. Have a great holiday. Have Merry a great Christmas holiday, to everybody. all of our listeners. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Hopefully everybody has a happy and safe holiday season. And you're back joining us again in the new year. And uh, we will definitely see everyone that is listening to us on Saturday, January 11th, when the Rock are back at home in Rock City. 7 p.m. start again on Saturday night. So uh, get your tickets now. In the meantime and in between time for Colin Doyle, I am Mike Hancock saying we will chat in the new year.